Welcome to 100 Stories of Hope, the challenge that has certainly kept us entertained the whole bank holiday weekend. Uh, we are edging ever closer to the 100, which is just amazing. And if you've listened to a couple of the podcasts this morning, I was definitely wondering whether we were ever going to to get here. But we, we did have hope and friends who shared their stories along the, the day helped us keep hope. Um, and so we are now here with some of the last conversations. And I am here again with Adrian Sutton, a good friend and my father, uh, just to, to share another story that he's had that to him epitomizes hope. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you were just talking about the, the importance of fairness um, in order for hope to flourish, if that's the word. Um, and I think hope is something that needs to be encouraged as well. It's not, you need to encourage people to have hope. Uh, and it's not just allowing people to have hope. They need to, to be actively encouraged to say, look, you can do this. Mm. Uh, and just thinking that, that that sometimes involves being encouraged to try things in a different way. Because we, when, when we feel we failed at something, yeah. you can, I can get so easily locked into a situation where you just try to do the same thing again. Yeah rather than stepping back, or that's the right word, and saying, well, maybe there's another way. And that's, there's a, that's a, phrase, a phrase that someone I know uses. You know, it doesn't have to be this way. We could do it another way. And lots of people say, oh, no, 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 we always do it that way. Uh, so just thinking particularly, again, with my, just remembering my very uh, happy and um, satisfying days, particularly when I was head of sixth form. Um, very large sixth form, which was great. And it was large because there was a wide variety of courses in the sixth form. It wasn't just your traditional A-level sixth form. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I probably got the greatest satisfaction um, from the students who, after they got their GCSE results, were absolutely just horrified. They mm -hmm. just you know, felt just so so sad that they felt they'd you know they just they want to do really well and they hadn't mm. and uh, you can either say okay that's not for me or you can say well maybe it is for you but maybe you need to do it in a slightly different different way so you know keeping that flame of hope alive that you could go on to 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 higher education if that's the right thing to do and it's not mm. always always the right thing to do by any means but just think of those year 11 students who had not done particularly well, and I use sort of say that in inverted commas, not done very well at their G GCSEs. And therefore, uh, when they got their results in August, they, there was a, you know, a real sense of failure, mm -hmm. uh, a real, um, you know, bottoming out of self-esteem and a real lack of self-worth. And uh, what we developed was the, what was then, well, some some people rudely refer to it as generally not very well qualified or not very qualified, the GNVQ course. Mm -hmm. And there's sort of similar things still around now. So we developed the, the GNVQ and NVQ pathway through the sixth form uh, so that people who had not got necessary qualifications to go on to an ADO, traditional ADOF course, the five GCSEs, a grade C or above, mm -hmm. could do this one-year course, which was a different approach, different way of learning, different way of assessment. And uh, <clears throat> it was very successful in building people's confidence so that in, I, I can't think of somebody who didn't, um, at the end of the course, 
feel really happy about what they have achieved, look back with a real sense of pride. But mm-hmm. yeah, actually, no, yeah, I, I, I felt so bad then, but actually I, I've done it and I'm really pleased. Uh, and now I've got that, you know, five GCSE and above equivalent, I can go on to advanced level courses. And then students were doing advanced uh, mixtures of mm-hmm. advanced gen VQs and the traditional GCE A-levels. Uh, and uh, the number of students who then went on to university who three years before that just felt that's something they would never, ever do. Well, uh, and I'm not saying that's the right thing for everybody. It may not even be the right thing for them. I mean, you know, maybe we're too enthusiastic about getting people on that particular treadmill, but I think mm-hmm. it was the right thing for them to do because of what they've said, what I've heard afterwards. So that sense that... Um, they had lost that hope. Firstly, they need to be encouraged. Yeah. <clears throat> and they need to have an alternative pathway, which they were encouraged to take. So it's a matter of finding alternative ways through. It's a matter, we were talking previously about obstacles. You know, a, a teacher, the main teacher's job is to try to identify where the students' obstacles to learning are, where the barriers are. Mm-hmm. where they just haven't got something. And particularly, as you know, it tends to be in things like maths and physics, uh, mm-hmm. where something they wasn't properly explained at the time. And therefore, they, although they sort of went through the motions, it really was not very easy for them to make progress. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so it's a matter of um, being encouraged, a matter of finding another, another way through to get to that goal. Um, but you've got to have that hope that you can get there. And I think that's where um, the, the role of the teacher, the mentor, the encourager, the Barnabas, whatever you call them, mm-hmm. is there to say, yeah, yeah, you can do this. You can do yeah. this. When I say, yeah, 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 sound like happy in the uh, hey, Dougie, don't I? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, this, it, yeah, 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 you can do it. You can do it. Um, and uh, and the, uh, initially they say, well, I don't, I don't, I think I'm wasting, but yeah, okay, I'll give it a go. And then you can see that that hope beginning to blossom, that hope flourishing. And once you get, and that hope, as I said, it, it goes hand in hand with two other things. It goes hand in hand with charity. It goes hand in hand with faith mm. <clears throat> that you believe you can do something. And you have the care <clears throat> and the support around you to enable you to move forward, which I think is also important. Right. So, yeah, hope um, hope is, is is a bit of a little delicate flower. Yeah. Uh, that you know, and you know, you need to encourage, water the seeds, protect at certain stages until it's strong enough to move forward on its own. That makes a lot of sense, and actually, with the the um, exam results scenario, it's a a great example of how actually on that certain day, some people's hope can be completely taken mm. that day, and it's actually the attitudes of the people around them that mm. determine how much they and how quickly they can pick themselves up and think, okay, yeah, I'll look yeah. at this a slightly different way. Yeah, and and pe- and people are very quick to think the worst about themselves. Yeah. And you think there's no point. I mean, the, the other end of the scale, when the results came in, and again, a number of students would have been gutted that they hadn't quite got the results that they got. And they'd, oh, no, that, that's it then. I won't get there. So I thought, for goodness, just, just well, we will mm. call them. We'll contact the university, speech of the mission staff. Yeah. And invariably, they said, yeah, yeah, we, we, we'd much rather have 
you, a person who wants to come to us, than just get somebody from clearing who hasn't got the same sort of commitment that you obviously have. But but they need to be encouraged to to believe that there is there is a point, there is hope in doing that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? We all have a role to play in our own hope, but we all have a role to play in each other's hope too. Mm. Yeah. Oh, very, very much so. Yes. And 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 the the, the role that you you play in all sorts of ways. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we won't go through the whole story of me trying to get onto this uh, Chrome system, <laughs> uh, but with your help and encouragement, yeah. it worked, and we're here. Yeah. Uh, but you see, it's a matter of understanding and not belittling people who aren't there, which I, I'm sorry to say, as you probably know, some teachers can do. Yeah. They can yeah. say, oh, no, how, how can you possibly not do, do that? You must be really stupid. Uh, but that's not the case. Yeah. But then quite often that's because the people isn't there. And it's not just teacher people scenarios. I think it's very easy, isn't it, in one's life to look at someone and think, well, why aren't you where I think you should be? Not actually... Some, sometimes a people or, or someone can be there, but just not do it in the same way that we would have done it. And that's okay. And actually, the, the, the true encouragement for hope is about allowing people to do it in their own way, yes. as much as helping walk alongside them to get there, mm. rather mm. than saying, well, this is how you need to do it. Because actually, yeah. they, might, they might need to do it in a slightly different yeah. way. Yeah, no, I think as you way, it is encouraging. When we say encouraging hope, it's encouraging people to do it in their own way. Yeah. And not expecting to be everybody to be the same, because we're not. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. It's lovely speaking to you. And you. Well done. Okay. Thank you. <laughs>